Welcome back, Ladies everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Two episode number 33. 33. My favorite number. I just know because of Club 33. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> now, this week on Off the Field, I feel like we've missed so much. My Kansas City trip caused a bit of a disturbance just in a the little podcast. Bit of a disturbance. Just a and, bit. And uh, so I think we're just going to go like a huge around the horn episode because there's a lot of sports news to talk about. There's quite a bit. So why don't we get started? Well, let me tell you, I wrote down two that I added later on the list. First oh, of so all, one happened today, this morning. What happened today, this morning? Julio Urias. Oh, <laughs> yes. Dude, he got caught again. Why do domestic abuse to his wife, girlfriend? Uh, I think wife. It's some the the significant other, but like, bro, what's up with everybody getting caught up now? I don't know. Just left and right, people are just gonna start coming up. So Messi was in town for soccer. First time he's ever been in California. A bunch of people were there. Yeah, bunch of celebrities and a few of the Dodgers. He had Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw. Julio Urias. Mm. And I heard this whole thing yeah. happened at the game. No. Yeah, I heard. I don't I'm not confirming that, but I heard it happened at the game. The actual abuse happened at the yes. game? What the hell? What, what could have been? So his career is probably done. He it happened to him once, and now it's the second time this has happened to him. Oh my god. Yeah, he's so, he's not coming back, I don't think. I don't know. So uh that's that doesn't usually end good, and I mean no. we've seen it in the past couple of years. And obviously, we do not approve of that ever. No, never. Well, never like, never. how hard is it to not hit your significant other? Go to therapy, counseling, talk it out. Get different. A, there's different get a, things. Get a punching bag. Get a punching bag. Don't use her as a punching bag or him. Like, it's just I don't know. Things bro. can be resolved through conversation. A lot of it could. Like, but yeah. And then this one, I feel like you definitely haven't heard about because I don't think it's hit like big news yet. Yeah. A Rendon update. They this w- could not be good. They asked him about his injury. And I swear, this is what was reported. This is what Rendon said. Oh my God. And I cannot wait to see your reaction. All right, let's hear it. He said, no habla ingles today. And then walked out with a hoodie. <laughs> what? <laughs> no hablo inglés. Yeah, today. Get no, no, dude. I, I. He knows how much I loved Rendon, and now I just despise him. Yeah, I, I need to burn that jersey. Yeah, that, that was probably one of the worst <laughs> payments you've ever made. Right here, what, see? what a bad omen, dude. This is a Angels and MLB reporter. Let me see. Anthony let, let, Rendon. Let right when asked for an injury update, no habla inglés today. He put, put on, on a hoodie, hoodie and left the clubhouse. Man, <laughs> I don't. Why? Why? Do, why does all this happen to us, bro? This is, this is incredible. This is you know how incredible this bad luck is for the Angels to have right now. It's extremely bad luck, and I don't know why. I don't know what curse we're under. Like you think of the Red Sox, there's the Bambino curse because they traded Babe Ruth, and everybody coined it as that. For the Cubs, there was the goat that they had a hundred years ago, and that was the curse. What is our curse? What did we do? Like, is that is that all we get? Just the one and done? That's it? We yeah. just get one championship? I don't know. I hope not. I would love to see one before I pass because I was too young to remember the first one. We need one more. 
And uh, I'm wearing a Seahawks jersey because it is week one of football. It's back, baby. We're going to have the Thursday game this week. Our episode will go up on Spotify that day. Yes, sir. The Thursday game always starts with the Super Bowl champion, which in this case is the Chiefs, and then some other opponent that they just like feed to the Super Bowl champion. (laughs) Just feed them to the dogs. Which is the Lions in this case, who actually... Kind of surprised me last year. They got better, I would say. Really? And uh, this is definitely going to be a tough test for them. I don't think they'll win. Yeah. And uh, I also think I'm going to bring back Kleshka Picks this year. Oh, yeah. I took a year off from doing it because it just didn't feel like the love was there for it. But then when I stopped doing it, everybody, where is it? I want it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, now. And so – I think I'll bring it back this year. We'll see how it does. And uh, that'll be on the main channel, the Austin Kleschka channel. That's me. Make and sure to guys uh, like and subscribe and check that out. Yeah. And we're going to do every week since football season is now here a game of the week prediction. We're going to try and not dive in too much, but, you know, get that football talk in there. Coming from an expert who watches football all the time and I would say rookie. So. Uh, pretty much the most green like novice you could think of. I don't know much about football. I know the mm-hmm. basics of you need to get the ball there to there. You know the rules and how it works. Kind of. I still don't understand flags, but like we'll get to that later. So when it comes to game of the week, I'll be entertained by what you have to say. But my game of the week prediction is the Bills and Jets. Two New York teams. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the fans are going to be split. Uh, there's definitely probably going to be more Bills fans. But I don't know. Jets are more historic and have been around longer. But either way, the Jets have been rebuilt. Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback. Dalvin Cook is on the team now. Some Mm -hmm. new receivers. Robert Saul is a good coach. And the Bills, they're just good. We've known that. Josh Allen is a very good quarterback. Still not one of my favorite people because he's with Haley Steinfeld. Watch your back, brother. But I'll... Damn it, you can play football. (laughs) I think it's going to be a Monday night shootout. I think it's going to be the most entertaining, the game of the week. Yeah. That's my prediction. I got the Browns and the Bengals. That's who I got going. I mean, I know the Bengals, they got Joe Burr. Mm -hmm. Um, Burr. They got a couple of people. I haven't written down right here. Uh, Mixon (laughs) and T. Higgins. You're, You're like giving me some pointers here and there, talking about it with me. I uh, like their stripes. They're both orange. <laughs> They're both orange. They both play ball. And, well, from what you were telling me, the Browns, uh, they have Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, and Deshaun Watson. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty even teams, I would say. I'm, I mean, at least from what I've seen and kind of put together the last couple years or so mm-hmm. from hearing you guys talk, um, the Browns have built a hell of a team, at least up to now. Well, they've tried. They've tried. <laughs> yeah. They've really tried. Deshaun Watson was obviously a great, amazing QB while in Houston and then got into hot water. Yeah. And they quickly wanted to get rid of him. Ended up in Cleveland, where all quarterbacks go to die. Oh. And, uh, yeah, that put him in a very bad situation. He faced his punishment through the NFL. And now he gets this whole year. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if that Deshaun Watson of Houston is able to return. Definitely has potential to be a game of the week. Especially because Joe Burrow may not be mm-hmm. at his top ability because he got injured. But... He's coming back from directly the injury, right? He, like was, he hasn't played I was, since. I thought he was supposed to miss like four weeks, but now apparently it's like day to day for week one, and it's looking positive that he'll be, start week one. Well, and then I'm, I wanted to ask, from what you've seen all the teams put together this year, mm-hmm. who would you say are the teams to really look out for on week one to just either decimate or honestly even just well, implode? The Bills are going to be good this year. 
Um, man, Chiefs as always. Eagles. The Chiefs haven't really changed, have they? No. Most of the they lost Tyreek Hill a couple years ago, but I mean, clearly they were fine without him. They won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. And then like sleepers, I would say like the Lions could have a chance to surprise some people. The Seahawks, once again, we proved with Geno Smith can still do something. You guys were, were, um, were in a bit of a rut. Uh, we thought we year, were right? doomed as soon as we got yeah. rid of Wilson, but Geno Smith proved everybody wrong, and hopefully he'll do it again. And I hate to say it, the 49ers are probably going to be up there as well. I, I was speaking, we had our fantasy football draft, and I wasn't sure where I, I could put me showing off my fantasy team in our content, but I'll do it right here. So, what do we got? Tell us about your team. So there's the fantasy football team right there. It's on screen. We don't see it, but you do. Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. Okay. I wasn't too thrilled about doing that because I've dealt with Aaron Rodgers before. You had him last year, didn't you? It was either last year or two years ago, and man, he pissed <laughs> me off. So we'll see. He, I honestly see a more confident, more happy Aaron Rodgers in, yeah. from the footage of New York. Will that affect how he plays? We will find out. <laughs> and, I, man, I took Kirk Cousins as safety just okay. in case. So we'll see. Uh, Debo Samuel, I was really excited to get him because he, he is a wide receiver and he can do it catching. He can also be a rusher. And speaking of rushing, a running back, I got Christian McCaffrey. It's my Ooh, first overall him. pick. I know him. He is a dangerous threat. The, my other receivers are Chris Godwin, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, you know, we already are etching the plaque for his Avengers Hall of Fame <laughs> ceremony because this is like year four on the Avengers. I'm pretty sure he loves to be on your team. Yeah, I enjoy him. Like, he's solid enough. And Shorty was telling me yesterday, I was like, yeah, I got him again. Another guy I got again was Derrick Henry. And Shorty was like, you know, maybe if it doesn't work, and then you're not winning maybe you don't draft those guys and i'm like those are the only guys i got back <laughs> my the rest of my team is different yeah. i've never had chris godwin i've never had debo i've never had mccaffrey i had kenneth walker last year i dropped him the week before he went off because the other running back for the seahawks looked like he had the job and as soon as i dropped kenneth walker that other running back tore his acl God, so then the bro. job went straight to Kenneth Walker. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? So I got Kenneth Walker again, but this time he's the starter. I'm not letting him go before he sees playing time. So you're with me throughout the whole year, hopefully. <laughs> Until the very end. Uh, bench is Jalen Waddell, who uh, I love. He's also been on my team, I think, one year. Uh, Dalvin Cook, never had him. If he can take the Jets running back job, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Zeke, that's just kind of... He was the fifth running back I took. So if I can get Zeke at number five in my running back string, I'll take that. Also, I have Damian Harris, who could do something in Buffalo. Never know. And then, you know, with my very last pick, you always just, you know, take a chance on somebody. Of course. I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> but I like the name, Rasheed Rice of the Chiefs. If Rasheed Patrick Mahomes Rice. is throwing to him, then I'm like, you know, your, your ceiling is pretty good. So I'll take it. And then I also got the best defense, the 49ers. So. Oh, that's a scary. That's a scary lineup. And we had to finish it with one Seahawks player. I got our kicker. <laughs> so nice. That's my fantasy football team and uh I'm facing uh, Allen in week 1. What is uh, Allen's team name? Uh <laughs> Can't read it. Can't read it, guys. <laughs> um, well, okay, at least tell me this. Who out of your uh, the gentlemen's league Who's looking to be the the evil empire of the group? Who has like the most stacked team? Would you say? I don't think anybody's like that crazy powerful, honestly. Really? Yeah, I I, I think everybody's pretty even. 
But we've got through our recent sports news talk. We've talked about football coming up. We talked about the earliest situation, Rendon being Rendon. But like I mentioned, we have had plenty of news go by us during our whole week of me leaving for Kansas City. And I was like, it just piled up. And I was like, okay, we have to talk about this. So now that we've talked about football, let me do this. Mobo, why don't you get started talking about the Acuna situation? Of course. So uh, Ronald Acuna in the middle of the game was... I guess he got like two fans to pretty much go right. They onto were in him. the football spirit. Yeah, and they just started just running on the field. One like kind of fell on him and just started like pleading at his feet, and the other one tackled him, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, so, Colorado security, first of all, horrible. Do your job. They are terrible. Uh, one horrible. fan made it to Acuna, hugged him like death gripped him. They could not get him off of him. It was three security guards, and in the process of trying to get that guy off. Another fan comes and pushes Acuna to the ground. Dude. Acuna was fine, clearly. He went to go on to play the Dodgers after that series and went off. It worked, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. And in that series, he uh, completed a 30-60 season, which is the first ever in MLB history. Wild to even see that mm-hmm. happen. He also hit a home run. There was 122 exit below. So. Dude, I saw the highlight on that. That thing flew out. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever see a ball hit that hard for a while. It was insanity. And I also want to say, before we get moving on with the rest of the topics, this is the last episode before Mobo leaves for his super trip in Monaco. Yeah. Which means you have a decision to make. Ladies and gentlemen, listen up right now. We've put voting on Instagram, and I've put one here on the community tab of Off the Field. For a guest host when Mobo is gone. Gabe has won both of those votes. He won the YouTube one? He won the YouTube one. When, he, when he, I saw the YouTube one, it was on Cap. He, Cap was leading. He destroyed the YouTube one. No way. Let me look it up. Uh, last I checked, Gabe was winning 71%. Oh, <laughs> so, Lord. You guys kind of like Gabe a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, wouldn't you say? And um, <laughs> so if there's any final arguments or opinions on who you want that guest host to be make sure you comment now tell us the options are gabe cap shortsy and jeff together or tony todd so and there's a slight chance that there could actually be two guest hosts possibly he'll you'll be back in time but i know you'll be dead oh (laughs) for sure i'm gonna be dead so he gets back on a Monday, and we either film Mondays or Tuesdays. So, like, we could film that Tuesday, but like I said, he's coming back from across the world. I'll, I'll let you know. I'm pretty sure I'll, I mean, just give me, give me like, three Monster Energy drinks back-to-back with, like, a little It'll be your decision. Lemon. I'll be okay. So if, if you don't, if you're not up for doing it the day after you come back, it'll the next guest host will be whoever second place is in all those voting. What if you just have? What if we're filming the podcast and you see me just nodding off on camera, just like? Well, then I'd be like, you should have told me to get a guest host. <laughs> but yeah, so it looks like Gabe's going to be the guy filling in. I've already told him. I'm like, you're killing the votes. So yeah. <laughs> are you down? He said he's down. I just got to keep reminding him. No, nah, Gabe's going to be a good one. I mean, we all love Gabe. Yeah, and if Gabe does come on. Me and him are going to talk to a certain content creator to hopefully be somebody that we interview while he's the guest host. Oh. So I, I won't spoil that. No, not at all. But uh, there might be a certain content creator in the baseball world who might join us to be an interview on that episode. He's friends with Gabe. I know him a little bit. 
So that will be cool. You've met him too, briefly. Yeah. I don't know if you put the puzzle pieces together. <laughs> Just, I, I think I have. I have an idea of who okay. it might be. Um, we'll and, talk about that later. We need we need to get this going right now. Uh, angel waivers. Oh, God. Honestly, it, I'll, I told this to Austin. I've told this to many people. It gave me like a just a bit of serotonin knowing that we tried to do something at the deadline as opposed to selling the team how we are now, which we honestly should have done before. I'm just bummed that everybody we picked up, we just pretty much I feel out. like we got worse after going all in. No, no, no. We got better again on paper. Like, on paper, we're the only We're always team. the better on yeah. paper team. But, we I mean, in execution, nothing worked out. Nothing panned out. Nope. You saw after the after our break, we started losing. We had a seven-game losing streak, didn't we? We, uh, yeah. Or was it six? Like that. Something like that. And the situation, man, we traded for Giolito, Reynaldo Lopez, um, Randall Grichik, CJ Carone, Eduardo good Escobar. pickups, bro. So here, nobody wanted Grichik. We put him on waivers. Yeah. Nobody took him. So we still have Grichik. Crone's injured, so we couldn't even put Crone on waivers. <laughs> Eduardo's been ass with us. I'm sorry, but he has. Jeez. So no Eduardo to go on waivers, but the other people. Giolito. I love Giolito. I've met him multiple times. He's a nice guy. He's from the area. And he's really down to earth. And I've seen dominance in Giolito. We all have. We saw the no-hitter that he threw. And I'll just be honest, he did not have it with the Angels. Every start was higher runs given up by him. And I want him to do good. And uh, now, you know. It's not what we needed. And it's really not what we need at this point. I just hate how the guys, we gave away guys to get these guys. And then we let them go for free, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, so... Matt Moore was another good one. He was like phenomenal Moore, for The us. Matt Moore pissed me off, man, because Matt Moore was solid out of our bullpen. He was great all year, and we put him on waivers. He could have been one of our main guys to at least stay to help build yeah. again, because yeah. this is ridiculous. Like, how do we let a good pitcher like that go? Yeah. And him, Giolito, and Reynaldo all went to the Guardians. Yeah, so the Guardians yeah. are looking pretty pretty okay. They're, they're looking for a push, obviously. Yeah. And then... Hunter Renfro. I totally forgot about that. We're not going to see Hunter Renfro anymore. He's still going to be wearing red and white, but in Cincinnati. He's going to be hitting bombs with Ellie. Yeah, along with Harrison Bader, who they also added from the Yankees. I'm actually happy for Bader because I love the guys who got the show flow and everything, which he had in St. Louis. Clearly, I think he'd like the Yankees rule. If you don't know this, the Yankees. You cannot have too long of hair. There's like a certain length. I didn't you, know about that. I knew. I only knew about the facial hair. Rule. Yeah, and no beards. You can have a mustache, but no beards. So to see him go to the Yankees, like obviously if you're not on the Yankees, however you're wearing your hair yeah. is probably how you like it. Of course. So once you're on a Yankees team and you have to get rid of it, you're like, man, this ain't my style. So to see Bader go from that to the Yankees, I was like, he clearly – is a long hair guy, like loves to flow. Of course. And so I'm actually really happy that he gets off the Yankees and can grow that flow again because I'm sure he wants to. I feel like everybody on the Yankees, like, just they run it like a U.S. military. I mean, like, I, that's what I've heard. They want it to be like very businessy. Like, this is a business. This like, is very what we do. We've only done it this way. Yeah. And there's guys that I feel are on that team that I'm like, okay, they're fine with it. Like Rizzo. Rizzo works perfectly. Rizzo's always it. been a clean shave, uh, short hair guy. Like that makes sense. Donaldson wasn't a bad one, but he he's always had longerish hair. Yeah, it wasn't too long though. Yeah. I think he I don't think he had that much of a problem with it. Uh and speaking about Donaldson, he went to the Brewers. 
Yes, he did. Josh Donaldson got picked up on a minor league contract by the Brewers. He'll definitely probably see major league time. They're also fighting for the postseason. Kind of random. I have not heard or seen anything of Daniel Murphy since we got him as a minor league Oh, contract. yeah, that's right. The Angels signed Daniel Murphy to a minor league contract months ago. We I guess he's him. still down there. <laughs> uh, I wonder when he'll come up. You know, I heard, yeah. he, heard he could be a bit good. Speaking of Angels in the minor leagues, Cap told me, I don't know how much of this is true. The reason we haven't called David Fletcher back up no. is because they're trying to make sure he doesn't get his sixth year major league service so they don't have to like pay him an extra severance or something. Isn't that the year of arbitration we gave Otani yeah. to like not leave? Well, every time you get called up, you get six years on your rookie contract. Yeah. And then once that hits, that's when everyone's hunting for the big money. So Soto, uh, Otani coming up. Um, Harper, Trout. It's what always happens. It's mm-hmm. like Ellie right now. Ellie's going to be staying in the major leagues, obviously. He's earned it. And he won't be able to, like, go unless they give him a contract extension. But Scott Boris is his agent. He's going to wait and he's going to get a bag. Oh, he's going to get a phenomenal and bag. And so what are we in? We're, so until, like, 2029 is when you'll see Ellie get that big, like, contract. Yeah. Unless they extend him beforehand. So. Yeah, and then uh, what else we got? Like I said, this is all news that happened in the past. It's been a while, and uh, it was just the Kansas City trip. We filmed two podcasts in the same week just (laughs) because we had to because of the time I was gone, and a bunch of stuff got mixed in sports-wise, baseball-wise. J-Rod went absolutely insane. He went nuts, dude. Yeah. Uh, what the whole month of or what are we in now September We're so the month of September. August the month of August J Rod went insane I think he had four no three straight games of four hit performances God he went he went mental twelve hits in like three games yeah something crazy twelve for like fifteen or something and then he had a, a home run three days in a row and the Mariners are I are they still in first place as we film this I know they took over first place at a point oh yeah and that's just in, like that's what the Angels were hoping they could do. But we didn't. We should have been in the Mariners spot. Yeah. Just clear as uh, Yes, the Mariners still hold it. They're actually tied with Houston. What are we running out, like 61 and 72? God, we're 64 and 73. Oh, Lord. And then the Rangers are one game back of the Mariners and Astros. And when I go to Texas, that's right, I'm going to Texas with Tony Todd. He's lived up to the word. I always trust this man with his word because he always comes through. He knows the owner of the Texas Rangers, and he's like, we're going to go one day. Trust me. And we are. We'll be there. I think we're going to see a game on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be Mariners and Rangers. Oh. So it's going to be – there's time to see how these standings are going to move until I leave. But it's pretty good odds that it's going to be a very important game. No, that's going to be one hell of a game. Right yeah. Here. Both teams have been building for X amount of years already. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, now it's going to be the clash to see who makes it. Yeah. So – J-Rod definitely helped that team to get to where they are now. And he's definitely – that's another guy who's going to get that big contract in a couple of years. I think and it's going to be nuts. Probably. Be, uh, you know what I was just thinking of randomly yesterday was how Acuna got so little for what he's performing oh, now. What's his contract, or, like eight years, 100 mil or something like that? I honestly thought it was – I thought it was five or six years for 60 to 80 mil. No, he. I think it was. I think I, I think flat. it was one ten for five years. Acuna, because it was. Some, I remember like looking at Acuna's everything that he's contract. doing right now, and I'm thinking to myself like, dude, this kid deserves 
In so April much. of 2019, he inked an impressive, an impressive, eight-year contract extension worth a hundred million. Oh he, my God, he got robbed. Yeah. Well, not robbed, but well, the whole—I don't know what the Braves are doing in Atlanta, but their whole team takes team-friendly deals. Listen to all like this team's going to be good for a while. Oh yeah, Austin Riley has a contract. Matt Olson has a contract. Ozzy Albies has a contract. Acuna has a contract. Uh, Michael Harris has a contract. Spencer Strider has a contract. They, uh, uh, Sean Murphy, after they acquired him, has a contract. This team, like, you look at that. First baseman, signed. Second baseman, signed. Third baseman, signed. Catcher, signed. Ace, signed. Orlando Arcia just had an all-star year. I don't know if he's on a mega contract. I don't think he is. Don't think but basically, be. your whole infield is set for the next decade. I was Almost. Say, I saw one of the well, one of those um, Instagram like sports pages, and they were saying how, like you said, most of the teams are already locked down. They're not gonna lose. They're not gonna lose any players until like twenty twenty eight or twenty twenty nine. That's yeah. They're 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 set. They don't set, they don't have bro. to worry. Hell no. And that's why I got excited when the Angels got Perry Maniason, our GM. He came from Atlanta, so I was like, ooh. They know how to get it done. But I don't know. I don't know what they're what they say to them over there. I don't know if they hold their wives hostage, but they're doing something right because every player signs for a team friendly contract. And I'm like, okay, like why? Why come down here? Why the Braves? Because there's 29 other teams in this sport, and no other team gets that kind of contract done with their guys. (laughs) Like I don't get it, but who knows? They definitely are doing something right in Atlanta. And it's a beautiful ballpark, I must say. Went, <sighs> looks amazing. I'll, I think this year is the first time I've done three ballparks in a year. Really? I think. I did Atlanta with Art early in the year. Just did Kansas City with my mom. And now me and Tony T will be going to Texas. So, And the timing. Taka lives in Texas now, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm coming. Like, And his closest team is the Rangers. And I'm like, hey, let's go. Like, Meet up with us in Texas. We'll be there. And he's like, no, we're going to California that week. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, damn. Like, let me stay in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave the door under the mat. I'll, I'll, I'll be there talking. I was like, out of all the weekends, that's the one you're going to California? <laughs> Man, I, ju- I just saw them or one of their posts from Yukino, too. Oh, yeah. Doing they were there. Game. Taka got two balls yeah. doing some ball hawking. <laughs> but, yeah, I was bummed. I was like, damn it. <laughs> now, another topic on the list is Alex Cobb was – he was doing something special, mm-hmm. special for a while, and he lost a no-no with two outs in the ninth. I like Alex Cobb. He had one year with the Angels, and he was solid. Yeah. yeah I was hoping we'd get him back. But was no. it 2018, 19? I don't. Yeah, one of those years, something, something like, like that. that. Something like that. It honestly might have been like 2021, 2022. Kind of random. I honestly forgot we had him. Yeah, It was one year. <laughs> <laughs> and then, But, uh, yeah, so I, I like him i root for his success so to see him take a no hitter to the ninth with two outs i was like oh man and then i dude it was just out of the reach of the right fielder i feel like if he put a i feel like he put his most effort into it but i feel like if you put a little more into it he could have caught it yeah it's always just you got to lay out completely half the comments were like that's crazy he'd have a no hitter if i was in right field (laughs) and i was like (laughs) They all started feeling like Jeff. I could have done that. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, was it that catchable?" Like, but oh, it, it was happens, Spencer bro. Steer who broke it up. Not the first time in my lifetime I've seen a no hitter go with two outs. The only person I can recall is the same person twice 
and it was you Darvish. You Darvish lost it. You Darvish lost one of the Rangers, which I believe was in Houston, and it went right through his legs. He oh hit it right up the God. middle through his legs in the ninth inning with two outs. No. So boy. imagine how soul crushing it is that hit with two outs in the ninth goes through <laughs> your legs. I mean, Bill Buckner knows that that vibe. Okay, but he did that <laughs> unintentionally. Like this was just smoked through his legs, and he couldn't really do anything about it. Dude, and then another one he lost in Texas, and I believe Big Poppy broke it up with the shift on. Like, he beat the shift. <laughs> like, not – he didn't, like, smack it down the third base line. Yeah. Like, he hit it into the shift, and it still got through. No. And <laughs> I was like, man. And that happened in the same season, I think, where he took a ninth, uh, no-hitter into the ninth inning, two outs, and lost it. And I was like, damn, I feel for you, Darvish. You, Darvish, man, one of those players – has really, I mean, obviously he's a pretty good player when he's on, but when he's off, yeah, it's, it's a big yikes. Yeah, I mean that was that was just the case with the Dodgers postseason run when they had him, but he's been pretty solid in San Diego, I believe. Yeah. And of course, of course, bro. And I, I saw somebody finally talk about this on social media. The Padres have been terrible all year. Talented team, obviously. And they all go crazy in some random series against the Giants. And I'm like, where's this been? All year. Now you guys play like the team everybody thinks you're supposed to be? Well, I mean, that's the whole the whole point of them this year was just like they were underachieving by so much, bro. Like so much. On yep. again, on paper, as everybody always says, dude, they're they should not be anybody to mess with. Right now no. they should be decimating the NL West. Yeah. And somehow this year everything is just shifted around. Yeah. Next up, we have Altuve. He hit a cycle. Uh, first ever in his career. It was in Fenway, which I thought was funny because um, I am a sucker and I hate it so much. Where if I go to a game mm-hmm. and the next game something crazy happens, I'm pissed. I'm like, really? Off by a day? <laughs> so friend of mine another content creator brie delio she lives okay. in boston you remember her we, yeah. she was on the monster when we went to boston that's the first time i met her um she just moved out of boston back to chicago she's from like indiana uh, illinois area okay so the her last game in boston she went back home moved back and the game after her last game in boston altuve hit the cycle <laughs> Did she make a post about it? Just yeah, she was it. like, of course this happens after I leave. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I luckily never had anything too crazy happen to me where something the next day happens. Or I even the other way around, say it's the day before something crazy happens and I'm scheduled to go the next day. Never had that too bad. I can't think of anything, honestly. But uh, And then she was posting about the Dodgers all weekend because the Dodgers went to Boston. And she was like, man, I can't stand the Dodgers and why are there so many Dodger fans here? And It's that freaking group, the Pantone, oh, that the, travels everywhere. They went to Boston. I know I did it once. Has he done it multiple times? I did it with him when we went to – I did it for the Lakers. So, to San Francisco, But they, right? they run the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went up to see the Lakers play the Warriors with that group. But, um, yeah, so uh, I swiped up on her story and I was like, oh, trust me, I can't stand the Dodgers and that traveling group is – they do it every year. Yeah. And um, she was like, I know. They just get under your skin. I'm like, trust me. I, they're my all my friends, basically. And they live for it. Like, it's how they breathe. 
<laughs> like, and uh, so, yeah, we were just relating over that. And then um, I always tell her, too, that I'd love for her to come out here to Anaheim and catch a game. We'll always talk about it. I know whenever she does, I'm sure we'll talk it up and figure out a game. And I'll be paying ticket, beer, whatever. No, that'd be sick. Yeah. Especially, I mean, if it's like a Angels-Red Sox series, yeah. that'd be well, fire. She's diehard Cubs. But oh, when, when she lived in Boston, she was all about the Red Sox. It's like her American League team. Oh. Uh, yeah, but she grew up on Cubs and everything. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so Altuve's cycle, he needed a homer. He cleared the monster. He destroyed the baseball to complete it. Just killed it over? He went over the monster. Not even... into the monster, over the monster. Damn, that's some serious muscle. And um, then uh, they reminded me earlier this year when I almost saw Otani hit the cycle, and he was five feet short of a home run to complete it. Don't even get me started on that home run call. Dude, they're... Uh, oh, yeah, Wayne Randazzo. History. No. Baseball history on the way, and it's at the wall. <laughs> ah. All right, why don't you tackle after the Altuve cycle? Next topic, J-Dom homers. Yes. Jason Dominguez. He is... I've known about this kid since he was, like, 17 years old. Uh, Cab's been bugging me about him since he Dude, was 16. He's got to be the most hyped prospect in baseball history. Yeah. Like, I've heard about him for so many years now, and he's always been in the minors, and it it gets so long that you're like, why is this guy still in the minors? You don't realize how young they are. I forget that he was, like, 15 when they were like, oh, you want to play ball? Yeah, Just basically. Like, and basically he happens. nicknamed them. He got the he got a nickname, the Martian. Everyone talks about him. He's this crazy Mike Trout level talent that's gonna hit the major leagues and be the next big thing and destroy everybody. That pressure from when you're a teenager. He's only twenty right now. Shit. He's a year older than Javi, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. All that uh, get, can get to you, and then he faces Justin Verlander in his first at-bat ever. Crazy. Dude, that's bone-chilling. And then hits an opposite field home run off Verlander <laughs> into the Crawford boxes. That's pretty sick. Crazy thing is, Art was just in Houston. I think Art went to the in-between game. I think Art <laughs> went the day after his first home run, didn't homer, and then the next day he destroyed a home run. I didn't see the destroyed homer. He pulled this one. He, like, destroyed it to right field. No, I was thinking – no, I'm thinking of the Stanton homer that hit the glass. Oh, Stanton, yeah, right? hit the window in Houston. Yeah, That is far shit. Yeah, well, we've known Stanton is some freakish powerful athlete. Was it the All-Star game that he hit it out of Dodger Stadium? He didn't hit it out of Dodger Stadium, but it was the All-Star game. Where he, well, roof, he right? has hit it out of Dodger Stadium when he was on the Marlins. I remember that. But uh, at the All-Star game, he also hit a home run. To my row, but, like, two sections over. So, <laughs> my same row, but, like, way over there. Yeah. But I was like, damn. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, J-Dom, so far, it's it's a very small sample size. But I see those flashes that everyone was talking about. And, uh, once again, we can say it. Baseball is in good hands for years to come with Jason Dominguez. Ellie De La Cruz. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. I mean, there's all this young talent that is going to carry the game. I'm excited. Yeah. Very hyped to know that we're not going to have a boring sport for yeah. the next couple of years. Acuna, Soto, so many guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, keep on killing it, J-Dom. I've, always, I've rooted for you since you have come onto the scene. I love to see these hype guys stay hype. 
obviously I don't want to see them not even just stay high, but actually perform. Yeah, actually, perform. actually do something, put up decent numbers. I mean that, like you said, uh, you're the one that told me you you can fail in this sport three out of ten times and you'll still be a Hall of Famer. Speaking of failing, Trey Turner. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what a segue, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, don't worry. It'll to, to be flip, fair, though, it'll flip around to a positive note. Of course. So Trey Turner was struggling all year long for the Phillies. And I got to give this one to Phillies fans because this is one of the most respectful acts I think I've ever seen by sports fans of any sport. They all came together and said, you know what? Instead of booing Trey Turner tonight, I think they, I think they were on the road and they were coming home. Yeah. They said, why don't we all go to the game? And it blew up and got all the attention of the Phillies fans. And so why don't we give him a standing O every at bat from now on in this game? So he comes up to bat, you know, baseball is a mental sport just as much as it is physical. He's in his head. He hasn't been bad. He's not living up to his contract. And that can affect how you play. That's going to affect how you play. What 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 are we talking about? I said that can affect how you play. I didn't say it could affect how you play. Uh. And they gave him a standing ovation. Nick Cassianos even spoke on it saying, like, same thing, mental sport. You don't know how hard it is, like, how much you can get in your own head. And I'm sure for him to be playing as bad as he was and then everyone's up and cheering for him, not just cheering, standing and cheering. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, what the heck? I mean, it's and, a fresh take on seeing like like Yankees fans are notorious for just booing the hell out of their own players. Oh yeah, if you're if you're bad as a Yankee, they will let you know. And then on the other side of that, the Mets blaming the fans for like oh yeah when they did uh, the yeah. thumbs down thing. Like, dude, that's brutal. So seeing that is awesome. And to what happened? Trey Turner went off after that. Been off. He bro. started homering again. Like he was getting hits. Like it worked. And obviously, as the fans start that. If that works, that's going to make the fans even crazier. Oh, yeah. That's going to so, just blow it out of proportion. So, I, good on you, Phillies fans. I guess it truly is the city of brotherly love. Yeah. Yeah. That it is. And I'm excited because I have a Trey Turner baseball card that I hope to sell. So, Trey, keep killing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. And then, uh, let's see. So, now. Oh. oh, don't even get me started on this. The Jordan Alvarez. Uh, while running for a ball, like mm-hmm. you said before, non-contact injuries are the worst. DJ LeMay, who roped it into the gap. Basically, like, locked his knees in the middle of the run. Dude. Mm. It was disgusting. I-, I don't know if we could show it on here, but it, it, lo- it looks gnarly. It looks pretty bad, and yeah, like, I feel for him. Like Mobo said, and I've learned this from f- watching football, non-contact injuries are always worse. Like, because that means something, like, in you snapped without somebody having to touch you. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Then well, who, who do we see from earlier this year? Was it uh, not Verdugo, was it? It was uh, a, a O'Neal, player. Did O'Neill Cruz? But O'Neill Cruz slid into home plate, I think. No, it was somebody running a set at the first base. I don't know. Oh, my God. But, it's going to bug me. I'll, I'll think about it later. But, yeah. So, I and that's another guy I hate to see go down because I love watching Jordan. He's... I love guys with power, and Jordan's got a ton of it. Yeah. And it just sucks to see him get hurt. So, hopefully, let's see. It's been a few days since that happened. Is there any injury updates on Jordan Alvarez? I don't think I've seen anything personally uh, put out, but I hope he's going to be good. Just says dealing with knee issue. That's all it says. I honestly think it it looked like it might have been just more of a hyperextension. Yeah, it looked looked bad (laughs) the way he fell. It looked pretty bad. Yeah, and people in the comments, I don't think they realized like something happened internally, and they were like, 
oh, come on, I've fallen harder falling off my motorcycle. He's a pro athlete. Get up. And I'm like, okay, he didn't just fall. Like, something in his knee moved. Like, did not go the right way. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're watching Savannah Bananas in the background, and there was somebody just humping right field. <laughs> so it looked a little a little off. <laughs> and uh, going from Major League Baseball to Little League World Series Baseball. El Segundo. California is king. The West Coast, baby. El Segundo winners. won the whole thing. With now, a- from what I've heard, they were like complete underdogs. Really? I think so. Oh, I didn't hear that. What'd you hear? That they were really good. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly they're pretty good. Uh, they won <laughs> off a walk-off home run from Lewis Lappy. Oh. Crazy. Wasn't he the 12-year-old that's like 6'1"? Yeah, I think he's the tall kid <laughs> yeah, on the like, team. He's like pitching 90 or something. Here's the thing, too. We're filming this on Monday. I'm going to the game with Tony Todd tomorrow. Yeah. And supposedly, from what Tony's told me, tomorrow the Angels are honoring them. Really? So, Tony, we always go on the field with Tony. I'm sure the Angels are going to give them that access. So, I hope to see them all on the field. That'd be sick. Get a little inside scoop. Oh, yeah. We're going to definitely interview them. <laughs> yeah. If he's there. Did you see the kid that hit the walk-off? They went on, uh, was it Rich Eisen? It was either Rich Eisen. It was some sports analyst show. Yeah. And I think there were like five of the kids and a coach. And they're like, well, do you want to tell us who's not here today? And he's like, oh, Lewis Lappy is not in studio today. He's asleep <laughs> <laughs> because of jet lag from the whole thing. Oh, wow. And then the guy who hosts the show is like, that's to show you that even jet lag can get your heroes. <laughs> I was going to say, well, they played the uh, Little League World Series in Florida, is it? Uh, I think it's in Pennsylvania every year. No, I think you're right. I think it might have been yeah. Pennsylvania. I think it should be Pennsylvania. Yeah. But yeah, congratulations. Love to see California, our home, take home the victory over Curacao. Straight repping. Thank yes. you, guys. And before that, Curacao hit a game-time grand slam. Was it against Japan? No, in that game, that same game. Oh, really? Where the kid walked it off. No. Yeah. Oh, so, I gotta see that crazy game, and then um, now we'll move on to this. <sighs> our cabbage patch, our Trey Tr- Trenathan cabbage, Trenathan, Trenathan. Interesting. Um, what, is, what is flashing on my camera? Will we ever? Do you see that? Yeah, I see. Just, is that the battery? I'm gonna zoom in. No, it might be overheating. <laughs> Could be overheating. It is overheating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that not the new camera? No, it is. It's very sensitive to overheating. <laughs> really. I'll just keep an eye on it. <laughs> okay. Well, it, when it overheats completely, it'll shut off, right? Yes. Okay. Well, Trey Cabbage. Um, well, here. You go ahead. Talk about Trey Cabbage. We're basically waiting for him to come back, and he did. He he did come back. I'm not sure if it was just for the one game or so, but we're, we want to do the prank. Well, not necessarily a prank, but <laughs> sorry, guys. I was just swatting the camera back and forth, but um yeah we're hoping to do our little cabbage prank so for the viewers uh and listeners that haven't fully remembered what's going to happen uh we're me austin and cap all have shirts that say the cabbage patch can you present them the cabbage patch shirt there it is as our austin uh models it right now we're waiting for him to come back so we can sit right field right in front nice nice and pretty and we're just going to take two big ass lettuce cabbages and just Show them off and start the cabbage patch. Two. Now we're going to get one for everybody. One for everybody. So, <laughs> so we're throwing millions of cabbage, cabbages all over. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be uh, 
hopefully happening one day and tony told me whenever it does happen to tell him and he'll tell the cameraman that he knows where mm-hmm. we're sitting so oh we're, we're gonna tell sam too oh yeah telling everybody that we know uh, hopefully hopefully I, I fixed a little bit of the overheating we'll see <laughs> i think we'll be good but um looking to be last stop nl nvp before we get to that oh. al that's Otani. That's got to be. <laughs> we're just going to clear that up right now. Yeah, it's going to be Otani, no matter what anybody says. Because I had that note for after this debate, but let's just get it out of the way now. It's Otani. <laughs> You're not going to say no. It's so not. NL MVP. It's between Mookie, and it's between Acuna. I'm giving it to Acuna, bro. I as I, much as I love Mookie, dude, Acuna is. Like, trust me, I don't want to say Mookie, because I don't want to say a Dodger. Because <laughs> I hate the Dodgers. But Mookie's cool. It, But, man, this is... Here, let's go Acuna versus Betts stats. Because, dude, it is tough. I just put up my, my MLB app, too, right now. I'm, I'm going to look up on my end. It, it Here we go. I have their stats side by side right here. Oh, what do we got? Oh, wait, is this career? No, I don't want career. That's I want this career. year. I want 2023. <laughs> oh, my God. But... I'm yeah, kind of, this is gonna. Here. It's definitely gonna be a very close MVP battle. If I can ever, you know what? Here, uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Just man, trying to see. Is there any way I can just get 2023? <laughs> oh, here you go. Here you go. Perfect. Okay. Oh, so war wins above replacement. What? Oh, just share it. Okay. Uh, wins above replacement. Mookie leads that, which means when he's playing, when he's on the team, on the field, he, according to the stat, gets almost eight more wins for the team if he were to not be playing. The, exactly. So to not be playing, his team would lose eight games. Yes. And then for Acuna, it is almost seven. So very close in that category. Acuna has 181 hits. As of this, mm-hmm. I think it's more, honestly. I feel like this picture is a little old. I knew it went up recently. But uh, anyways, uh, then Mookie is behind him by like 30 hits, 158 right here. Oh, okay. I'm sure these are updated like just like by two days, but it's close enough. Um, Mookie, 38 homers. I think Acuna sits at 32 now, if I'm not wrong. Um, that I will check. Hold on. But for me, uh, home runs are always just more of a flashy stat, in my Isn't opinion. Is that really that important to you? I, to determine an MVP, I wouldn't say so. Let's see. So, Cunha is at 32. I was right. And Mookie is still at 38. Damn. So, they're pretty similar there. Mookie's got a sizable lead. But, like I said, they're more of a flashy stat. Like, if, yeah. the, if the home runs are that close, I'm not going to be like, oh, he has six more, so give him the MVP. But what else we got? Cunha uh, is batting higher. Uh, Mookie is almost at 100 RBIs. Now, this uh, stat, though, is yes. crazy. Because yeah. Acuna has 62 stolen bases compared to Mookie's 10. Yes. Now, that that's yeah. just wild because, I mean, we, we said it earlier. Acuna's on the 30-60, or he just got to 30-60. That's like, see, that's another, not like a stat, but a fact that he's the first player ever to get a 30-60 season. So, you can include that in the conversation. Yeah. And then another point that I've seen being made is Acuna surrounded by superstars. Mookie, you got Mookie, Freddie, uh, 
<laughs> not the Fox. Will Smith, I guess. You have good uh, players. On JD's the Dodgers. having a good year. You have good players, but with with like you said, Acuna, it's superstar level. Yeah, like Austin Riley's having a great year. Matt Olson's having a great year. Um, Sean Murphy's solid. Like he, the other bats around him. Here's what I think: they can take those opportunities away from Acuna because they're going to drive in the runs. Like Mookie doesn't have a whole lineup of guys that. Oh, if Mookie doesn't come through, that guy's going to come through. It is Mookie. It's Mookie and Freddie, basically. I mean, and yeah, then they got solid guys, but guys that are not going to come through as often as the guys in Acuna's lineup will. Yeah. So Acuna's opportunities get taken away from him more than Mookie, I would say. I think that's a solid reason why Mookie has more RBIs is because he drives in those runs instead of other guys on the team doing it. Um, and then you look at OBP. They're very close in that as well, both around 4.15. Acuna's 4.19. Mookie's 4.11. Slugging, Mookie's got him there, obviously, with the more home runs. Yeah, just a bit higher. Um, very similar OPS, and then uh, similar. It, wow. it's a close battle. Acuna's been nuts all year for this team. Yeah, he's been hella consistent. Making the Braves the best team in baseball. So, an MVP, I think, should be somebody that has done it the whole season, yeah, not just a short period, because Mookie, Mookie was good all year. He went absolutely insane in August, but we've seen Acuna do it from opening day to this point. Most people we see, if they're hot in the first month, they'll make it to the All-Star break, and then they cool off. Yes. Or vice versa. They don't pick it up until the All-Star break, and then they go off. Or you're Luis Rangifo, and you just save everything you have till after the All-Star break. And until your team cannot make contention, that's when you start going up. Yeah. But nevertheless, the point that Austin's trying to make is an MVP – plays balls and does everything from the minute he touches the field the at the entire beginning of the year. You can't just be halfway through or just yeah. have the end of months because, like you said, and like we've all seen in the last five years, Mookie is a phenomenal player. He's great. But to hold it to hold it like Acuna has all year down, it's got to go to Acuna. And then another stat that I think will help Acuna in the MVP push is he has 184 hits. If he can get to 200 hits – just 200 flat. Anything 200 or higher will easily be like, oh, damn, 200 hits in a season. Yeah. Because the most ever is like 252. Yeah, and that's true, right? Yeah. Most hits in a single season, MLB. It is 252? 257. Or wait, 262. 262. Oh, wow. So he'd only be like 60 short. And from the records, he has a whole month to get 16 hits. So if he gets to 200 hits, which I think he will, I think that'll be another nail in the coffin to make it like, okay, look at that. 30-60 season, 200 hits. This kid's about Their stats are close enough to where one person is not too ahead of the other, but then Acuna's got, like I said, a 200-hit season, a 30-60 season, which has never been done before. And they are both huge and impactful players for their team. There's no doubt. Mookie is... Acuna is Acuna has better teammates around him from one to nine, but it's a very close battle. And Acuna's done it all year. Acuna is going to have a 200 hit season. He's going to have the uh, 30 60 season. And if you talk about all five tools arm, glove, power, contact, speed, Acuna, he is the package. They both have them all, but like, look. Stolen bases, I don't think, is something that should weigh the MVP battle hugely. But when you have 62 versus 10. 
I mean, not even that. Just stolen bases alone gives makes you the opportunity for the team to score. Get into oh, you're on first, one out. I'm gonna steal. No more double play. Exactly. Boom. It's just it like like you and Cap have told me before. It's that extra push to like okay, we can have an extra chance to score. Yeah. It's you're moving the person forward, and with Acuna, that's just that's a no brainer. He knows what he has to do, and he gets it done. Yeah, I would not be mad if Mookie got it. I totally get it. Like it. They're both in a spot where they can win it. And I, I would just give it to Acuna just for the reasons I've already said. And, uh, yeah, Acuna? Acuna. Acuna. We are um, not intentionally glazing Acuna, but, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard not to glaze somebody that has 62 stolen bases. And a month left, so he'll probably end up with 70. I hope, honestly, it'd be sick to see, like, 75. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just kind of throw himself more. But, um... I know we've talked a lot about around the horn, but just to kind of touch on it. Yeah, those are all the topics that we missed. <laughs> that I, is a long. I think we're done. But um, <laughs> we're caught up. Just wanted to say this. Tell us about Kansas City. So I left. I went to Long Beach Airport, Ooh, which I've never gone through. The LBC. I timed it, and if I wasn't vlogging, if I was just going, not focusing on getting shots and stuff, it would have taken like five minutes to go through <laughs> TSA bag check get to our gate yeah. would have taken like five minutes it took 12 with me adding like stopping and it took 12 minutes to get through security to sec- sec- tsa to a seat at our gate oh wow so it's kind of like john wayne he's fast as hell yeah nice <laughs> ontario took me like one minute oh yeah, ontario nobody goes there. Uh, ontario i our gate was right after tsa so yeah. we got our stuff gate I used to work at an airport, and every time somebody missed a flight at the airport I used to work at, I would just tell them, go to Ontario. It's an hour It's an hour drive there, but I'll be real. You'll be on the plane in two minutes. Yeah. Nobody goes So, there. yeah, we got on our plane. Good flight. I was fine. Uh, definitely not at the bottom of flights that I've gone. My One of my flights to Boston was terrible, but this was a good one. Especially because Southwest, I actually fell in love with Southwest more after this. Yeah. You get two free checked bags. Every time, um, it's based on it's kind of first come first serve. So they do it by groups, and you line up based on your group, and your group has a number. Mm-hmm. So you can l- technically cut people. You could just be like, "My number's in front of yours," and they're like, "Yep." And, and so I sat. I think sec. No, I sat fifth row on the way there, and then second row on the way back. What would you get an aisle seat? Uh, aisle on the way there, window on the way back. Nice. I actually have wanted window for a while. I was like, I haven't had window in a long time. <laughs> and because I, when I first started flying, I loved window because I was like, ooh, view. But then I was like, I'm tall. Like, I want aisle, stretch my legs. But then it's been so long that I'm like, I, give me window again. I want to look out the window. And so, oh, and the seat next to me, nobody took the middle seat. So I was like, Open nice. Seat. So yeah, Tell that me. was cool. Uh, landed the, oh my God, it was a debacle when we landed, went to obviously Kansas city, St. Louis, Texas, that middle of the country is like famous for barbecue. Mm -hmm. So we went to a place called gates. It was, I asked Mark Gubiza because he played 13 years with the Royals in Kansas city. And I was like, you probably know some stuff. And so we went to three of the places he said, first one we went to was gates. It was okay. It was kind of just like, it felt like fast food. Was it kind of like, did it remind you of like Lucille? It felt like diner, like barbecue. Like it didn't really feel like, okay. and it wasn't that amazing. It was dry. Like, 
they didn't even have like if I go to a barbecue place, I want the bottle of barbecue on the table if I want more barbecue. Yeah. They didn't. No uh, way. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, you're supposed to douse it on yourself if it's not enough. Yeah. And so that was all right. And then we get in our rental car. We go back to our Airbnb. We get there. My mom is like, I don't have my wallet. And I'm like, oh, my God. We just got here. Because our Airbnb had a grocery store attached to it. What? Yeah. So it was a sick Airbnb. Oh, I got to hear this. We had a pool. We had like a whole middle that like it's like it's surround the room surround this. It's like a hotel. And then in the middle is like campfires uh big tvs uh party area like and so that was sick check that all out we go to the attached grocery store to get some stuff and she has no she doesn't have her wallet and i was like well i can pay for it and i pay for it she's like i don't know where it is i don't know where i'm like we just got here <laughs> like bro come on like we ate bar- we've been in kansas city for like three hours <laughs> and then so she calls the gates the barbecue place we just went to they had it and i'm like do you want me to go with you and then because i was like dead and then i was gonna go with her and she's like no you just stay and i stayed she forgot her phone at the freaking place so she calls me from her watch while she's driving there she's like i forgot my phone up there and i'm like yeah it's right here and i'm like oh my god what's next (laughs) so then she picks it up and she's like i don't know how to get back the navigation in the car is frozen and i'm like how I drove the entire way from the airport to the barbecue to the Airbnb, and it was fine. Forgets her phone, and then apparently the car's navigation freezes, and is and I'm like, she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen the car before. Kind of random. Just turn it off and turn it back. I told her to do that. <laughs> I'm like, get out of the car. That's what I told her. Get out of the car. Lock it. Okay, unlock and it. And then she was like, no, it's not working. I'm like, what, what do I do? And I'm like, I've never driven the car. And when I did drive it, it worked. <laughs> so, what car did you guys rent? A Ford Edge. Ford Edge. Yeah. I don't. So then she gets back through watch navigation, mm-hmm. thankfully, and we're done with all the drama of arriving. <laughs> and then the next day, um, somehow, what what do they call me in softball? Spidey. We pull up. Uh, we ride scooters to this place because it was close enough. Okay. At Union Station in Kansas City, they're hosting a Spider-Man exhibit. No. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> and, what? And I'm like, what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> it's in town right now. Like, Dude, that's so sick. I was, what I was like blown away. I was like, okay, well, we got to do it. <laughs> so, How was it? Uh, well, we did something before that. We went to, uh, we went to the Negro League Museum yeah. first. And that was really cool. Lots of history. Lots of cool things to look at. And um, I had a great time doing that. And then after, we went to the Spider-Man exhibit. And that was dope. Just a bunch of like history, the comics, cool sculptures and statues and stuff. I was going to say, for the museum, the New Girl League Museum, mm-hmm. um, was there a lot of memorabilia that they were lucky enough to like There were bats, like, gloves, and... jerseys, hats, wow. gold gloves. Nice. All kinds of stuff. And um, then after that, we went to the Royals game where I saw Zach Greinke pitch in a Royals uniform in Kaufman. So that was pretty cool. Was he in the baby blue? No, it was the home whites, just white, regular home uniform. Classic. And um, yeah, he uh, gave up, I think, four runs, Mm -hmm. I believe. And um, Who did they play against? 
the Pirates, um, and who I'll were just abusing opposite oh. field doubles. Never mind. <laughs> like, they were just constantly hitting doubles down. And I had eight open seats to my right, front row in the outfield, and not one home run. Damn. Yeah, so that was a bummer. I will say this, though, uh, from the videos that he had sent me. And by the way, go check out his vlog. Yes. Go to his channel, watch the vlog, blow it up, run it up. Yes. Dude, the stadium looks ginormous from Does your it? phone. The the two like fa- uh, the two uh, screens out in the outfield. Yeah. They look ginormous from your angle. Dude, I love the uh, um, the fountains because we were sitting right there in the outfield. Beautiful. And they do a show between innings every single time. Yeah. And if you're sitting there, the mist just lands on you every time. <sighs> so you're just <sighs> you're like ah. Oh. Nice it, it wasn't even hot when we were there, but imagine a hot day like that must feel amazing. I love how they have water just misting everybody, and then mm-hmm. here at the Rock Formation, we just have fire, yeah, burning everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when we sat super close towards center. Oh yeah, it was you, like you one time. Feel it. You feel the heat, and I was like, dude, what? Why is that like legal? Yeah, and then um, <laughs> what I didn't even know until I got home and started editing the video, Oviedo, the pitcher for the Pirates, threw a complete game two hit shutout. I didn't even wow. realize that while I was there. What a hell of a stat. Yeah, his first one ever. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, how did I not know he did that? <laughs> um, I guess I just wasn't paying enough attention. Oh, I caught a toss-up from G1 Bay. Juwan Bay. My new Bay. And I was wearing a shirt that had black and yellow design on it, so yeah. I kind of feel like I tricked them into thinking I was a Pirates fan. <laughs> and, but it worked. So yeah. the Royals players were not having it. They they would warm up like shallow outfield right behind second base and they would not toss it up ever. They'd throw it to their bullpen catcher and then run all the way out to center to their position. Oh my and God. I'm like, really? Why? Everybody <laughs> just like bumming over there? I don't Well, I mean, they're bad. They're very bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so still got one though. That's cool. I can make another stadium that I've caught a ball at. What are you at right now regarding uh, stadiums? That I can remember Wrigley. Are you at 20? Oh, stadiums that I've gone to? Yeah. 24. 24. And 25 will be Texas. Damn. And then, um, so yeah, Rose game ends. I think we just went back to the Airbnb because, you know, flying, doing stuff the same. I don't know. We landed late at night, then we had a full day, and I was just dead. Yeah. Next day, we went to a Royals tour. And so we got a tour of the stadium, got to go in their dugout, got to go where Mike Moustakis made that catch in playoffs on the railing. Oh, yeah. Um, Love that catch. Then uh, we got to go like through the tunnels of the clubhouse. Not in the clubhouse, but the tunnels that lead to it and everything. Yeah. Uh, the press box, all that stuff. Uh, suites and everything. And I was bumming because I really wanted to do an Arrowhead tour where the Chiefs play. It's in the same parking lot. But their tour dates were like every other week and i'm like why and it was only one day every time and i'm like really so it's nothing and then on that one week thursday and then there's the next a week yeah. tuesday yeah oh. but their team store was open so i saw i went into the team store and got some stuff but yeah i was no jersey no i i have a mahomes jersey so <laughs> nice. I, I didn't need another one or anything and then uh, after that, we went to the. When I go to trips, if there's a tower or a memorial or something, I always want to go to the top of it. Yeah. So Kansas City has the World War One memorial. Went to the top of that. You take one of those like cage elevators up. Mm-hmm. Then you do a flight of stairs, and then it's like just a small circle around at the top that you can walk around. Oh shit! And then you get a whole view of Kansas City. So that was really cool. 
You also did Top Golf out there, didn't you? Yeah, that's what we ended on. But nice. in between Memorial and Top Golf, we went to University of Kansas, home of the Jayhawks. And if I can get on a football field, I'm going to get on a football field. The only things that will stop me is if it's a closed gate or if it says no trespassing. Mm-hmm. So we park, you know, right where people would park for game day and stuff. And uh, there's no game going on. It's a Thursday or a Wednesday. I think it was a – no, Tuesday or Wednesday, I think. And um, gate – one of the gates is wide open. So yeah. I'm like, step one, and then there's another gate wide open. And it's the last one before the football field. And I'm like, all right, well <laughs> – Don't mind if I do? If I get in trouble, I'm just going to be like, your gates were open. No sign said trespassing. What says I can't do this? Don't blame me. We get there, and there's a – one guy like setting up like the big flags they run around with, like a bunch of them. And I was like, okay, we can either walk by him and say nothing, or I can just be like, hey, man, like, blah, 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 like, cool if we check it out. So I chose the second option. I was like, hey, and like, we're from California, like, just want to check out the field. Can, is that cool? And he's like, yeah, just don't go on the field. I don't want you guys to get in trouble. So we got to walk like all the way around, all the way up the bleachers. Bless you. Um and got a whole like self tour, nobody stopped us, and then at the very end when we were leaving, I was like, I'm gonna cut across the end zone, and so I did. I mean, bro, I'm not like kicking up dirt or anything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just walking, and so yeah, cut around, went right through the end zone, took pictures and stuff, then went to Top Golf to end the night, and then went back home. Nice. Did you have a morning flight or a night flight back? Morning. Morning. Or like af- afternoon. Wait, wait, just to clarify, when did you get back yesterday? Yesterday? <laughs> no, no, wait. I've been home for a few days now. I was going to say, uh. I got home Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. And so there's been Thursday, Friday. It's been like four days. Yeah. Well, how are you like in California? Uh, you know, it's <laughs> been it's been hotter here. I was going to say, the weather wasn't as nasty as here, was no, it? No, it's still nasty here. Disgusting, bro. Man, yeah. Somebody t- somebody told me they were like, "How's how's uh, Cali right now?" I'm like, "You're not missing shit. Mm. It's, it's horrible right now. It feels like Florida." Yeah, my I saw people's stories, and my dad said it was really hot. And I want to let people know also the only reason I wore these glasses today, the F Boy Sports glasses, is because we had a lot of sports news to catch up on. Of course, but anyways, we will not be seeing Bobo in the next episode. No, sir. I will be in the south of France eating snails. And drinking espresso martinis. Yes. And hopefully my camera will stay cool. I hope to bring back some like little trinkets and whatnot. Yeah. I want to bring you back a little thing. Oh. Uh, what if I just bring you like a perfectly kept escargot and you have to try it on camera here? I had snail when I was in France before. What if I get you like a fat ass snail that's like this big? As long as it's dead and has like a <laughs> lemon on it, then we're chilling. Okay. Uh, sure. But uh yeah, so have a safe flight to France. Have a safe trip. Thank you, sir. And or France or Monaco or whatever. Have a safe trip in Europe. I'm going to Europe. <laughs> and uh yeah. I'm looking like Gabe's gonna be our guest host in the next episode. Thank you guys for watching. I'm gonna miss you guys. And again, don't forget, uh po- <laughs> podcast is up on Spotify on Thursdays at two PM and tell them when the YouTube hits. Video on Fridays at two PM. Guys, don't be late. Sleep. Eat your veggies. Tuck Mm -hmm. in your haters if they're sleeping on you. (laughs) And uh, take care, guys. Love you. See ya.